1: Nice. Oh, can you add spooky music on top of this? Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your handheld sound machine. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, it is All Hallows Eve, and welcome to the AfterBuzz Podcast. My name is
0: Nico. You're a host of the AfterBuzz, and of course, Buzz Adams is here. Yes, and I am a vampire for some reason.
1: <laughs> Blah. It is Halloween, and we've got a Halloween parade to get to for Kayla Q's thirty-sixth eight. 38th 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 annual, 38th annual Halloween we parade. We have
0: it. Uh, some people wish we would move it to another day, but we always observe it on, on Halloween, Halloween yep. even when Halloween falls on a Sunday. We, oh, we do awesome. it on a Sunday,
1: and people were saying, um, "But it's a Tuesday this year." Isn't it? Why don't you do it just like on the weekends? Well, because that's not Halloween every time. <laughs> we are traditionalists.
0: I I will say I I noticed a lot of people doing their party in, on Saturday. That makes sense, right? A lot of people going out for Halloween parties on Saturday and Friday. Well,
1: especially since the uh, next week is going to be November, people have will really not have no other appropriate time to be celebrating. Okay. Um, well, for today's topic, I have an interesting one. I thought it is the
0: ten most controversial episodes of television from the nineteen nineties. From the nineties? Oh, because I can think of some pretty controversial uh, TV moments, especially from the seventies.
1: Um, sure, when uh, there were no rules. <laughs> <TV>. <laughs>
0: well, there were there were rules. They were just it was kind the of wild wild west. Different kind of rules. Well, it hit me with one. For example. Uh there was an episode of All in the Family. All in the Family was a was a comedy and Archie. Edith Bunker uh was sexually assaulted. So it was Ugh. an entire rape episode. Wow. Um
1: did it have any morals to it, maybe at the end? Like uh I, you know, I haven't I It was haven't, a comedy. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's weird. Well, all right. Uh some of these you may have heard of, some of them maybe not. Okay. Number ten Beavis
0: and Butthead. They had people in Congress uh, blaming a lot of the United States problems directly on Beavis and Butthead.
1: So the episode Heroes premiered on June 30th, 1993, and it followed two men on a reckless adventure inspired by cops. After watching an episode, Beavis and Butthead decide to reenact the show's premise by going to Billy Bob's Skeet and start playing around with the guns offered uh, the two are underage at the time and are left on their own devices with guns that would soon inflict a lot of damage. But had inadvertently shoots down an airplane.
0: Okay. I thought they were mostly upset because they were always setting stuff on fire and licking frogs and stuff.
1: Uh, I guess that too. But I think this one was about they found their actions distasteful. Aside from the irresp- irresponsible gun violence, the mockery uh, would cause commotion because their actions were. Distasteful, especially right before uh, 9-11, you think.
0: Do you want to hear uh, a politician named Fritz Collins on the floor of the of the Senate uh, talking
2: about what a poor influence Beavis and Butthead?
1: Had I had. would love to.
2: The Beavis and Butthead segment where they are setting things on fire. They show features of two teenagers who come who comment on rock video and spend time burning and destroying things. And uh, the Austin and Messenger watched one show that had the cartoon characters saying, fire is fun.
0: <laughs> fire is fun.
1: Fire is fun. Fire is fun. <laughs> All right, next up, number nine. Where's the bell?
0: Uh, over here?
1: Yeah. Let me just give you one. I'll pass it over, but there you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right, number
0: nine. I'll spring for another bell. Yeah, let's They're do like that. They're like six bucks, man. Murphy Brown. Uh, Murth- Murphy Brown had a baby, and Dan Quayle wasn't happy about it. So the Thank plot you. line was Candace Bergen had a baby, but there was no f- husband in her life, and that is what Dan Quayle uh, decided to criticize, and he got uh, pretty roundly ridiculed. For so upset about Murphy Brown. Is that
1: correct? Absolutely. The season five premiere, a two-episode special entitled You Say Potato, I Say Potato, uh, picks up right after the news of Murphy's pregnancy and the subsequent birth of her only child. Well, the season begins with her grappling with the criticism from then-Vice President Dan Quayle. The episode proves to ruffle feathers some more when she chooses to remain a single mother. Um, it was the first time in mainstream television where single motherhood was not only addressed, but accepted as a reality among women throughout the country.
0: Oh, I know which one's going to be number one. I already
1: know. Hold on. Number eight. Hello. What's this? Moesha, uh, following Moesha's return home and reconciliation with her father, Frank, uh, she discovers a blunt in their home, (laughs) the remnants of one, uh, well,
0: this was on the WB or the CW,
1: right? Yep. The reality is far more dire as it's real that Moesha's younger brother is actually responsible for bringing weed into the home. Awesome. I mean, no. Of course, the idea of a young child smoking marijuana huh. was a shocking revelation at the time. All right, next up, number seven.
0: I don't have the audio for all these, but I could go right back to Fritz Collins. I know, like, he sure kept, could. He kept the at TV, it. The uh,
2: TV industry has acknowledged it. Uh, we got this... Was it buff coat and beaver, or beaver and something else? They, they had. I haven't seen it. I don't watch it. But whatever it is, it was at seven o'clock. Buff coat, and they put it on now at ten thirty, I think. They've pleaded guilty, and they'll do it as long as you and I have hearings. But we just can't have hearings like we've had now for forty years and get nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a good thing they were
0: tackling such an important issue as Beavis and Butthead that they had congressional hearings on it.
1: (laughs) You know, at the time, I bet a lot of people thought they were actually doing stuff, but in
0: retrospect, they were wasting time. They were just wasting time. Seems kind of like a waste of time in retrospect. All right, number seven. Nobody got that upset when they brought Beavis and Butthead back in like 2015, did they? The Electric Soldier
1: Porygon, Pokemon. 1997. Well, you might remember Pokemon was... <laughs> no, I
0: don't remember that at
1: all. Uh, a family-friendly content, globally recognized franchise that was a new iteration of animation anime for generations younger and older that still like it today. Well, a 1997 episode called Electric Soldier Porygon shows the characters of Ash Misty and Brock uh, trying to get back a Pokemon from the digital world. After it was stolen by Team Rocket. Now, after traveling into the digital world, they set off some uh, attack, right? It triggers a a montage of animation of back-to-back red and blue flashes. Oh, was this... The scene triggered spouts of seizures, blurred vision, blindness, and nausea, uh, among other symptoms. What year was that? 97.
0: You know, it must have happened before that because earlier than '97, The Simpsons did a parody where it was some cartoon. They did it they afterwards. No, that, no. Uh, are you sure yeah. it wasn't before?
1: I'm I'm sure. So I, I'm trying to explain it. 700 Japanese children, 700 buzz were reported. You don't need to do that. I'm about to tell you that The Simpsons and South Park parodied this.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: <laughs> they parodied it, but it happened maybe in the year 1997, maybe that same month.
0: Uh, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm waiting for you,
1: you to. I'm waiting for you to corroborate my statement. This is a podcast. We I have seem time. to
0: remember that there were other things that were giving people seizures. So it's people with epilepsy This was effect. the
1: first time it was addressed in cartoons. I'm okay. trying to tell you, The Simpsons made fun of it after that. Can you not? It's four years. It's like a couple years difference. Like you can't believe that it was 1997 or later.
0: I feel like it was earlier
1: than that. It was not. Okay. <laughs> Every child made a recovery, but it would be called Pokemon Shock and would cause the series to go on a hiatus for four months and also affect the rollout of its American premiere. But it was still parodied by Simpsons and South Park. All right. Number six, the Puerto Rican day on Seinfeld.
0: Uh, I think Kramer accidentally ended up burning a Puerto Rican flag or desecrating a Puerto Rican flag and. You know, the Puerto Ricans got upset, and I, I, you know, I wasn't as big a Seinfeld fan as some people were, but I'm, I'm, I remember the Puerto Rican Day flag episode of Seinfeld. The crew gets stuck in traffic, and that was the most offensive thing Michael Richards would ever, ever do. do.
1: <laughs> well, they're in traffic, and a series of things goes on, but when Kramer accidentally torches the Puerto Rican flag, and then later says. It's like this every day in Puerto Rico. It really angered some people who then attacked Jerry's car.
0: I'm telling you I know what is going to be in the number one position on this one. Number
1: five. The puppy episode of Ellen, the Ellen show, 1997 with
0: oh no, that was the one I thought. If it was the one where she comes out of the closet, that's the one I thought was going to be number one. Uh Is it where she comes out as gay? Was that the puppy episode? Yep.
1: Ellen initially rebuffs her advances, the advances of a woman, but spends the majority of the episode contending with her identity. Uh,
0: Uh, this This was definitely a big deal and religiously leaders railed against it and politicians had to get their dig on because Mm -hmm. how dare this woman who is gay identify as being gay Gay.
1: (laughs) the episode drew so much controversy um, that both Ellen DeGeneres and Laura Dern face immediate backlash and Ellen would be canceled after its fifth season nonetheless Ellen would receive massive acclaim and appreciation for being the first sitcom to have a gay lead number four
0: And Ellen remains 100% beloved by Americans (laughs) everywhere.
1: The episode Earshot on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 1999. Uh Well, what made it so uh, controversial? Buffy worries about the effects of carrying the essence of a slain demon. She soon realizes that she can hear the thoughts of everyone around her. She usually she initially uses the ability to hear people's thoughts to breeze through classes and stealing answers, but she later hears the thoughts of a classmate named Freddy whose pessimistic worldview raises concerns among Buffy and her friends after word of a planned mass murder spreads. Buffy and her friend attempt to find the supposed killer, but soon realizes it's all gone wrong. Uh, Due to the tragic Columbine massacre that had just taken place one week before its intended premiere. So this show was
0: not based on Columbine?
1: Not whatsoever.
0: Did it air as scheduled or did they postpone it?
1: Uh, It took place one week before its intended premiere date. Yeah, Columbine did. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess what I'm asking is to go ahead
1: and hear it. No, it was pushed back to September. So Columbine happened either in April or March, so it was pushed back to September.
0: I guess there was a lot more going on in Buffy the Vampire Slayer that I wasn't aware of. Oh, yeah. A lot of
1: poignant commentary on the world. Weren't there
0: spinoffs even?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Angel and other things. All right, number three. The episode Home
0: on... X-Files,
1: 1996. Oh, my God.
0: This episode aired immediately following the Super Bowl. Because I remember being at, I don't know where we were, but John Teicher was there. Interesting. And he was doing a live broadcast, and they left it on. Uh, I guess the Super Bowl had been on Fox that year because it immediately went into this episode with the inbred Hillbilly yes. family and the mother with no limbs that's kept under the bed and the 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 sons are having sex with the mother and yes. I remember Teicher's like I what in the world is on my television
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the season what year was that this is 1996 in the season four episode wow. Home Scully and Mulder venture to a small town named Home Pennsylvania after learning about the death of a baby. The, t- the two soon learn about the Peacock family, and it's basically this inbred, incestual family. The baby was born with symptoms of inbreeding, and the two deduce that the Peacock family might be responsible for the murder.
0: It was about as much on the edge as far as— Gore and horror Well the presence
1: or, of infanticide And incest on syndicated television But also the fact that Would get it banned from being in syndication
0: A lot of people who didn't watch the X-Files Still had the TV on because of the Super Bowl
1: mm-hmm. Alright number two Plan B On an episode of the television show Oz 1997 <clears throat> Well, what made it so controversial <laughs>
0: more so than the other episodes of Oz which had like a prison rape almost every episode well,
1: let's just say there is a okay there's a I'm just gonna go into the the main headline okay? you know that's
0: the show j k Simmons really yeah. got famous off of
1: well this is kind of about him and and yeah one this is this is about him okay Oz has already plenty of controversial uh moments but In the penultimate episode of the first season, the Muslim faction of Oz undergoes some lineup changes, and it's revealed that one guy thwarted a planned riot by going to McManus, the warden. Uh, After multiple deaths ensue as a result of betrayal, the most egregious part is after a fight scene between Tobias Beecher, Lee Turgesson, and Vernon Schillinger, J.K. Simmons. Schillinger is
0: J.K. Simmons, right
1: ultimately culminated in a depiction of Beecher defecating on Schillinger or J.K. Simmons. Oz continued so basically the...
0: Yeah, but it was HBO. Yeah, it was... I mean, HBO, you're kind of paying for it. It was 1997.
1: It. Nobody had shown, shown somebody shitting on somebody <laughs> else.
0: before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was two and one.
0: Wait, how was that two and one?
1: I don't know. There is no more one. There's.
0: <laughs> that's it. Oh.
1: Two and one. Hmm. I wonder why it did that. Oh, maybe... No, maybe two... Oh, two probably... Ha- okay, I get it. So, it, it takes both spots. <laughs> Number two... <laughs> because it was so... Well, not that episode. There's another episode, sorry, that I missed for... Uh, Oz? For Oz, yeah. I can edit all this dead air out. No, we d- Dead air is fine in podcasts. Do you not get that? Nope. Dead air is fine. There's no such thing as dead air. And, well, I guess there is. Well, only if it's super uninteresting. Either way, this is a pretty good list of tons of... You know what? I'm just going to find one from the top that I didn't include. That's Because yeah, it was like a list of 12 originally. Okay. Looney Tunes Adventures. Tiny Tunes Adventures. 1991. Fingerprints? The... Uh, no.
0: Oh, okay. Why? So in Looney Tunes Adventures, they had one where... Yakko, Zacco, and Dot are supposed to be private investigators. And they're like, uh, uh, okay, so somebody says, we need to find prints. And one of the other cartoon characters shows up with a cartoon Prince, the artist. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, fingerprints. And when Dot says fingerprints, uh, Yako says, uh, I don't think so. Like, he was going to fingerprints. <laughs> he- You've never heard of that?
1: No, I hadn't. But that's not from Looney Tune Adventures. Oh, I don't know. That's that. Animaniacs. Uh, what's the difference? That's, okay, <laughs> way. This is the one with, like, um, Tiny Bugs Bunny and Tiny... Um, like, okay, Plucky Duck and Buster Bunny and Hampton the Pig. They were, like, all the, the kid versions of uh, the old... Okay, I, I watched I think it. I was familiar with I that. watched a ton okay. of Tiny right. so Adventures. Adventures. So what they do? There is... A famous beer segment. The episode begins with Buster uh, Bunny, Plucky Duck, and Hampton the Pig discussing drinks before they discover beer in the fridge.
0: Yeah, I remember this one. One of them gets drunk and dies in a car wreck, right?
1: Yeah, like a cartoon. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, and, and
0: then he floats to heaven. <laughs> wouldn't you've he gone the other way? <laughs>
1: I guess. Yeah, that is kind of a morbid. Cartoon topic, like I wouldn't even know what beer was. Maybe, uh, like when you were what five, six, eight, maybe even. I used to see they used to show you know how hobos would always have paper bags in cartoons or something, and they'd be drinking a bottle. <laughs> okay, I used to model that. I would get like lemonade
0: and put it in bottles, and just because you wanted to be like the drunk hobos on cartoons. On cartoons. <laughs> Did you make a bindle out of a stick and a handkerchief while you were at (laughs) it? I
1: used to keep my Legos in
0: my bindle. (laughs) Well, you certainly had... you, you aimed high, Nico. I'm, I want to be a. I want to be a 1930s hobo. I know
1: that I'm never far away. I can be there at <laughs> any step. All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy Halloween. You, you listener, thank you for listening. We appreciate you every single day. Don't forget to check out the After Buzz podcast Tuesdays and Thursdays when we can get it up and the Buzz Adams morning show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. on KLAQ 95.5. Wait, when you can get it up. Shut up. Talk I can get it
0: up th- every time. You can't. Whenever, well, I, whenever, when you have a
1: pill, you can get it up. Right,
0: okay.